I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. A lot of takeaways from the weekend, Anthony. Good morning. Episode Good morning. Six. We were wrong about a few things over the weekend. Right about a lot of things, but wrong about one major, major important one. And we have yeah. heard about it. We've been hearing a lot about it. Not heard Yeah, the old trolls are coming out just bagging on me. You know who you are. I hung you out to dry in that soundbite, too. I mean, I totally, I got the conversation going with an opinion that I completely left out of that soundbite to make make you look like the bad guy. But anyway, so some fans are pissed at you. And uh, no, they're not pissed. They're not pissed at me. They're laughing at me. Like, I told you he was going to, like, dominate and go on fire. No, no. I will say this. I will say this. Um, I'm as happy as everyone else with the performance of, of Levi. I'm super pleased with, you know, the team in general and how they've played. Okay. I would not change my mindset. If I had to do it all over again, I still wouldn't have played him. Not knowing the outcome, of course, the outcome, the outcome was magical. Like it, 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 it's truly amazing that I am sitting in my, in my house. I have, I am not even kidding you, PD. This is kind of weird. I don't even understand why this is happening, but I have nerves. I'm walking around the house, uh, you know, an hour before the game, I I, oh, I feel shit. jitters. I swear, I swear to you. I don't even know why. That's because you didn't want to be wrong. That if you went no. out and had no, no, no. showing people were going to give you shit. No, I'm not worried about that. I am not worried about people giving me shit for my opinion. I, I'm allowed to give my opinion and I would stick to my opinion. I would have still not played him in that game, but that's just me. Okay. And I have a lot. If you, if you look at my thought process, I think people can agree and say, yeah, I I can understand where you're coming from, but I, I really like the idea of playing him in this big game to gain confidence, to gain, um, you know, just gain from, from that experience and it worked out. We'll, we'll, we'll talk more about it. And, and, the biggest thing is, is tomorrow night is by far the biggest game of the Sabres last decade, I'd say. When was the last time they were in the playoffs? You were on the team. What year was that? 
that was um I know you guys yeah, what lost I think was the first 9 10, yeah. 9 10. And I don't know if the Sabres made the playoffs after that. No, they haven't. The last time the Sabres made the playoffs, I was playing on the team, which is, which is absolutely unheard of. It's got to be what? 12 it's, years? It's 12, 13 well, years. 12 years this year that, you know, well, I'm going to tell you, Petey. I think everybody, everybody in Saberland's doing the same thing. And for the last month, it, it seems like the last month, month and a half that we have been, I've used this analogy before, yo-yos, because the Sabres are like a yo-yo. They are playing games that they suck so bad that you're thinking to yourself, how is this team, how is this team even surviving in the league? And then all of a sudden the next game, they are a team that I'm telling you can beat any team in the league. I don't care who it is. They can beat any team. And right now they've put themselves in a position. You've seen the wild card race. You've seen where the Islanders and Pittsburgh are at. Islanders lost last night again. Okay. Massive loss. The Sabres have three games in hand on them. Three. They can put themselves with three wins, let's just say hypothetically, they win their next three games. They are one. What is it going to be one? They would be tied for points if they let's say the Sabres played three games before the Islanders played their next game. Okay. And the Sabres won yep. all three games and they're sitting at 78 games. The Sabres would have 40 wins. The Islanders would have 39 and the Sabres would have 87 points. Same as the Islanders. That's right. That's right. If they if they just win their next two games, just take the next two games, it would be, I mean, a monster game. It's the. Do you remember a month ago we talked about the the game against the Islanders? Yeah. In in Long Island, we said this is the biggest game of the year. It's a four point game, meaning two points that you can gain, and two points that the Islanders don't get. So they we call it a four point game it's it's massive it was a massive game we ended up losing it that's okay team forge forward this game against florida there's not a bigger game it's 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 going to be it's going to be the most exciting game and don granado and his coaching staff are going to be sitting there playing the dice game they're going to roll the dice you're going to roll the dice who's going to be in net who is going to be the guy well, do you want to have this conversation right now or do you want to wait? Because we have gone from the start of the show right through two major topics in a matter of 10 minutes. And and what I said, I said right off the start, one of the biggest takeaways from the weekend is from the alumni wine event. People say you talk too much. Okay. Steer the ship. Where do you want to go? Because there's lots to there's lots to talk about. I mean, there's lots. Lots to talk about. And well, let's go, let's go back. Well, first of all, first of all, unbelievable time at the wine event, ladies and gentlemen. For those of you that showed up, and what an unbelievable turnout! I'll yeah, say that huge turnout, really well done, zero flaws again. So whoever was in charge, uh, well, the alumni wives, but then also help from the Sabers organization, whoever was in charge of putting that together, great job again. But. It's just amazing how many people come up and and talk to us about our show. So there were two takeaways 
from the alumni wine event. As I, what's amazing about that event is that it's the entire atrium of the arena up and down. I think I walked from the Lexus club to like the, the cider station where I saw you and Krista. And I don't think I got any further than that. I mean, I I stood in that area for three hours and just talking to different people throughout the night. And a lot of them listened to our show. So very grateful for that. A lot of people came up to me. It was awesome. that That they say to me, and I don't know what they say to you or if they, if they're two timing, I mean, maybe they're telling you they love you as much as they love me and vice versa. But yep. all I'll tell you is this two things I'll tell you. One, mm-hmm. got to tell Craig to talk less. Just saying, Craig, I'm just saying. Just well, saying. then we wouldn't have a fucking hit show then. So, uh, you know, go look, go look at the numbers there, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And then the, and then the other, the other, is that people are hungry for the merch. They are two timing because I can't even tell you. So they, 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 they say to the alumni, right? You get out, you put your Jersey on, by the way, what did they do to Rob Ray? Like what did, why did he deserve that? Why did he deserve that? Uh, is that something to do with the extra small Jersey that he had? The on? extra, the extra youth medium Jersey. He had to pull it over his over his boobs and his belly and it looked like you know like i don't even want to go there okay but i i just thought it was a bad faith from the of the sabers organization or the alumni that they would give um rob ray a youth medium uh jersey to put on so that was that was fun to watch um but we get out after being in our room and they say to me, cause I've caught my beer glass. They say, go grab yourself a beer and uh, start to mingle. And I'm like, perfect. This is great. So I asked the first person, I'm like, Hey, where's the beer? And the guy points like he's pointing like Babe Ruth to the other end of the arena. That's where your beer is. I'm like, what? Go figure. Right? So now. I'm trying to cruise to get myself a, a tasty little treat on the other side of the uh, the stadium. I'm going to tell you, man, people absolutely love After the Whistle podcast. And I, I'm just so happy. And, and listen, I mean, know what I love about our, our fans and the people that do listen to our show? is they just don't have a problem because I think they feel comfortable with us that they have no problem. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. 
Listen to the deal on Spotify. Basically telling it the, the way it is, what they like and dislike about the pod and, and, and certain guests that we have on. And it, it's really, really enjoyable to talk to these people. Um, Cause I talked to, a, I, I can't even tell you how many people that I talked to from one side of the arena to the other, how much they enjoyed our banter, our conversation, the well, guests how, that we How many on. of them said to you, Andrew has to speak less? It's mm. exactly what I thought. Didn't hear that one, did you? I didn't. <laughs> Maybe our show would be better if I got to talk more. Okay, take it over. All right. See how that goes. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, it was a great night anyway, Thursday night. So Friday night, I went to the game and I got to sit behind Devin Levi. I sat, I was in a suite right behind him for the first and third period. And here's what I'll tell you. Like you said about how you were pacing around your house. I have never spent more time focusing and watching a goalie in one game in my entire life. And I mean everything. And the first thing that threw me off about this guy was the first TV timeout. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And what did, what did you think when you saw that? I, I don't understand it. I don't get it. It's but called next level weird, man. Come seems on. Seems to work. Goaltenders are as weird as they come. Name me a goaltender that you've ever met that is actually normal. I've only met one. I've only Who? met one. Who? And he's as normal as they get. And he, who? And he knows it. And okay. I, well, tell me who he is. Well, don't say for, Marty Berder. Yes, by no, far. No, he's not freaking normal, bud. How many goalies is, did you ever play with? Eight yogurt and granola and tape their stick with the boys watching TV. How many? That just sat around and talked before the game, before a, a, a game that he started. None. That, none. Exactly. That's Marty Berder. Goaltenders are next level weird, man. They have the hardest jobs around they have to be focused goaltenders have to be focused and this this levi kid i'm sitting there watching him on his knees staring at the net like 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 a buddha i was like oh boy we got something here this is a this is a rookie in his first game and he's on his knees looking at the net in the first tv timeout yeah i thought that was i thought that was kind of weird man Weird or just exciting? I don't know. First first thing that came to my mind was, oh my God, we got one of those guys. We got one of them. Just next level weird. And then I'm just thinking to myself, I freaking love this. This kid's next level weird. When I first saw it, all I was thinking, I hope he wins. Because if he loses, this is going to be talked about. Okay, this as like it's just it's just the way of the world. I wouldn't have said anything about it. I thought it was interesting. I think it's weird. Just stop the fucking puck. If that's what it takes to to, for you to go in net and focus, then do your thing. But all I'm thinking is, if I were on the team and I saw that, I'd be like, and I wasn't expecting it because I think I remember hearing about this. But I'm just kind of like, what? That's kind of that's kind of weird. See if he brings it to the pro level. I think yeah. I remember hearing about this. Okay. So, I, I didn't know anything about that, I, but I vaguely remember hearing something about this. All I, all I thought was win the game so that this guy isn't shredded for this yep. stupid fucking act that he's pulling off. That's, 
that's how it's going to be perceived. Yeah. What's yeah. Uh, yeah. On it? Yeah. Because people are very judgmental. Totally judgmental. Judge. Just no. like I did. But let me ask you this. Who was one of the weirdest goaltenders that you played with all time? I don't think I played with anyone weird. I mean, no offense if he's listening, because I know he listens every now and then. Tom Askey collected Kit Kat bars when he played. And if he won, yeah. I think if he won. Okay, he let, uh, let me let me say it. It's, 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 it's coming out really wrong. Who is the most dialed in, competitive, and, and, and a goaltender that prepared at a next level? Yeah, you're going to say Patrick Waugh. No, no, nope. Dominic Hasek. Nope. You played with him, Petey. We Ryan watched Miller? it. Yeah. Oh my God. He'd stand on the bench with the Ken Dryden stand with his hand over the knob. And he just sat there and he looked at the ice and he went over in his mind, he but went inside over inside the game. He never, he never did stuff like this. He didn't drop down on his knees and stare at the goal. I don't want to make this a big issue. I, I, I think it's, it's his thing. If it's working, I, don't. All I'm it. saying is, Millsy didn't do this stuff. Millsy did it before the, the game, game, though. Is what he I'm trying did to things say. During a game that you picked up on tendencies that were, were, I guess became regular routine, but. He would, but they weren't obvious to anybody watching. It wasn't like on full display, like uh, Devin yeah. Levi's, you know, uh, whatever he's doing. I'm talking about the preparation of Ryan Miller. Ryan Miller was next level dialed in, more dialed in than most goaltenders that I've ever played with. Very routine. Very routine, and he he was he did the same thing. He did the routine to make sure that he was properly ready mentally. Yeah. It's a long season. Ryan Miller played a ton of games. And in order to be on the top of your game, sometimes mental fatigue, physical f- fatigue starts to try and take over. And what guys like Ryan Miller do is they have the same routine, getting the mind mentally ready as he's physically getting ready and warmed up for a game, he does the same thing over and over. I remember him sitting and standing on a bench and I'm sitting there just taping my stick and I'm looking at this guy going, man, what is he thinking about right now? What is, what is going through Ryan Miller's mind as I'm just kind of taping my stick? I thought it was fascinating that guys had to get that deep to make sure that they were that prepared. And I think Devin Levi, did you hear him speak after the game? No, I was, I was at the game. I didn't get a chance to hear it, man. If you have, if you have a couple minutes, go and listen to this young man. speak. Well, what did he say? It's, it's, it's not what he said. It's how he says it. It's how, um, it, it, it's his choice of words. It's the confident in which he says it. This kid is insanely confident. Do you think but, uh, one thing I was thinking when, when the team rushed, just, I think cousins went and got the puck and Skinner scored and in, in overtime and races down and gives him a big hug. And the team played awesome defensively in front of him. Like if you're the other three goalies, 
Are you not saying to yourself, where the fuck was this when I was in that? Where was I, this I, when I was in that? Did it take having a kid play his first game out of college for us to actually get our heads out of our asses and play a sound game defensively? Well, I, I, I think the players understand that you have a rookie goaltender coming in. I think the players are smart enough to understand how difficult this young man and the situation that he is. Everybody, like, I mean, when when's the last time we've had a player here in Buffalo and 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 the aura and and the excitement around a single player playing a game when's the last time when we've was seen the last that? time a 160 160 jerseys were sold for a player who's never played a game in the NHL for a goalie coming out of college playing his first NHL game you think that would have happened in the 90s? I was saying this the other night. I was like, you think they would have had any Levi jerseys hanging up in the Sabres store in the odd if he was coming out of friggin' college? Yeah. And then I went out afterward, and I saw a Devin Levi jersey at the bar. I think the last person was Jack Eichel. The first time Jack Eichel stepped on the ice, this was the savior of the organization. This was a guy that everybody spoke about in a sense that he was going to change an entire organization around. And the anticipation of the very first game of Jack Eichel, people were glued to the screen. People were the anticipation and excitement in the stands to watch Jack Eichel play for the first time was overwhelming. This game here, we're talking about game 75 in the NHL, game 75 of the 2022-23 season, game 75, there wasn't a more exciting game for the fan base here in Buffalo than that game. The anticipation of watching Devin Levi because all of the stuff that we've heard about him and all of his accolades that he had had coming out of D1 hockey and seeing one of our goaltenders like Portillo leave. There was nerves that is Devin Levi going to sign or is he going to go back to junior? Is he going to do what Portillo did? So the excitement and the elation of our fan base when he signed was excellent. And now well, people I, just want to see this, you say this guy excitement. play. You say excitement and I do believe excitement is the right word. But there was another emotion that I was sensing the other night being in that rink. And it was it was almost like these fans are so desperate for this guy to be the answer in net that some of that excitement is manufactured. And I and I'm it's not a bad thing. If I have a I have I'm known for prefacing everything because I want to make sure it comes out right because I don't want to offend anybody. So when I say that, it's like they are so thirsty for this goalie to work out. They are so thirsty for this for, for this team to make the playoffs or win more games or for this guy to be the answer because it's been so long and emotionally draining that that you could sense it every time the puck was shot toward him, even when there was a play where fans just went nuts and they were just kind of like, oh my God, how did he save that? And it was in the first period when someone had the puck at the side of the net and he shot it across the crease and it would have gone in the corner, but Levi happened to be 
at the side post and it just kind of went under his pad and everyone's like, Oh my god, how did they get that? Yeah. And yeah. they were going ape shit. And I'm and, and I'm sitting next to a bunch of the alumni and we're just kind of like, whoa, 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 settle down. Like the, that puck was gonna be going in the corner. It wasn't even a shot on net. You well, know? here's the thing, you know, and, on top of that, that that should have been in the net. Well, that's yeah, right-handed shot, tough angle, and he shoots it across the net. That's right. And and it and it that should have been in the net. That's not even on Levi. Levi was, he was sliding of, across. Yes, yeah, he was out of yeah. out of position. He's out of position. And I was just kind of like, and and that should have been a tap in. <laughs> but the guy shot went, it underneath. Everyone went him. ape shit when he yeah. when he got it and it smothered. And I was just kind of like, man, I the 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 first thought I had was. They want this to work so badly. And I love that. I, I love that the, that the fan base is that passionate. But at the same time, I'm just kind of thinking, manage your expectation because there were times late, there were times in the second and third period where he was looking behind him for on shots. Like he didn't know if he had yeah. them or not. He moves like a cat. He's very, very, because there were some shots that were taken that easily could have went in and he moved across you know, um, East West and made, made an incredible save his, his, um, ability to not allow rebound bounds in front of them were, were fantastic. Yeah. You're, you're talking about the play in the second period, if I'm not mistaken, that one where he went post to post and made yes. that save. Yeah. Um, and there was the, there was the, the highlight one that he made where he, he kind of came out, he got really low and found the shooter in the slot and he came way out and made that save and held onto the puck. Like he's, yeah he's listen, he's exciting to watch. There's, there's no question. I still am not convinced he's going to be in Buffalo all year next year. Okay. So let me, let me ask you this question. You have the biggest game of the year in Florida. It is massive. It is ultimately you could go as far as to say that it is your season if you lose this game. Who are you putting in nets? Who is the goaltender right now that you have the utmost confidence in to go in there and win you that next game? There's only one for me. And and it's been it's is been the your answer guy all Jesus. Year, right? <laughs> what did I say back in the Toronto game? Anderson, uh, there's there's no other way about it. Okay, would you entertain putting Levi in? I want Levi to play, but I would play Anderson. But it's not my decision. I know I'm all over the place here, but it's like, yeah, I I want to see the kid play in a in a massive situation like this because I expect him to be the goalie in these situations for the next seven years. Maybe not next year, because I do think he's going to be in Rochester at some point. I think he has to be. You have four healthy goaltenders, okay? Ukepeka and played in his last game. And do you not think that he feels the pressure? Do you not think that he feels the red eyes in the back of his neck staring at him from Devin Levi, wanting to take his position? He played really well against uh, the Philadelphia Flyers the other night. 39 saves. They win 6-3. This is what you need. You need guys to feel uncomfortable. You need guys to elevate themselves, elevate their games to the next level. I sit there and I think to myself, I wonder if this organization has the balls to go out and play a guy like Devin Levi in and by far, and I mean by far the biggest game of the year on the road, 
because I, I think to myself, what happens if he goes out and he wins a game in Florida and plays, plays exceptionally well? Does that, like, are we starting to now talk and think about, well, maybe Devin Levi can play in the NHL next year? Is that the conversation? I think that's what a lot of people are hoping. Is it the reality of the is it the reality of the situation? I don't know. I just want to look at tomorrow night's game. You asked if the team has the balls. I, I don't know who who owns this decision. Like the Florida Panthers are not an easy team to play against. They're gonna come out and they are going to want to kill the Buffalo Sabres tomorrow night. That's what's going to happen. I think it's a, it's complete. You said coin toss. easy decision. You said easy decision in or in our group chat yesterday. I sent that tweet that we sent out from the show. Massive showdown Tuesday night. Buff first Florida. Who's starting in net? Overwhelming, overwhelming amount of responses are in favor of Devin Levi. They want yep. the kid. I just don't. Well, know who how you who do is that. the over? Who is the overwhelming uh, response? Well, I'm talking about on Twitter, our responses on Twitter, but our responses in the in the text text uh, message here. Vanek said, "Easy decision." Then he then he delayed. Then he paused. He wanted to hear everybody else's. Right? Exactly. You fire in Anderson. Yes, I did. That's all you said. One word, Anderson. Anderson. And then Geo wrote, "This is playoff bound." Uh, or out for the Sabres. They lose, nail in the coffin, win, and it gets interesting real quick. That's all he wrote, and then he wrote in after Levi. Levi, by the way. Yeah. And then Vanek, yep, 1,000% it should be Levi, and you wrote LOL, (laughs) and I wrote Levi. But that's who I want to see. But if I want to give our team the best chance to win i think i'm putting in craig anderson yes <laughs> like yeah i'm so torn i'm sorry eric comrie and i'm sorry you <laughs> you guys are out you're out of this conversation yeah and both those both those goaltenders at time this year have played really really well okay we got and, the shutout comrie got the shutout yes. against the islanders i mean yes massive game you know, they're all, they're all kind of four guys just like rotating right they're now. They're just you, feeling the Levi zipper right up their back, man. They are all just on, on edge because this guy's coming up the ranks rather quickly and he's making everybody uncomfortable. Yeah. Like when, when I look With at the, the situation Craig Anderson. and you, and you ask yourself, who is the goaltender I want to see the most? Who's the guy I want to see play the most? In this game against Florida. Well, so Devin let's Levi. rank them. Let's rank them one through four. Devin Levi's number one. Yeah. Just pure entertainment value. Just to see what I he's made definitely, of. I just want to, I want to watch him again. I want to see what this kid is all about. Yeah. I want to see if, if this kid wins another game and plays just out of his out of his mind and 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 backstops the team to a win then all of a sudden you're not even you're not talking about Devin Levi going to the minors you're talking about this guy's going to be one of the goaltenders next year and who's going to be the other one is the question right but let's just say they don't play Devin Levi who's the next guy you would want to see in the net Craig for Anderson. entertainment value entertainment Craig An- well Craig Anderson 
No, I would want Ukapakalukanen. For entertainment other, value? Yes, he's the other young guy that is trying to solidify himself as an NHL goalie, night in, night out. Then you have Comrie, and when you look at it is, who's going to give you the best opportunity to win a hockey game? I think that's Craig Anderson, okay? Who's going to be the most exciting? What's going to be the excitement factor, the biggest? It's going to be Devin Levi. But I'm not sure if the if the team is going to put that young man in that situation, which would be mind-boggling. It would be crazy to think that Devin Levi would play and start in Florida in literally the biggest game of the Sabre season. But here's the thing. I didn't think that they'd play that kid against the Rangers who were eight or eight, two and eight and two or nine and one in their last 10 games. This, the Rangers have been rolling teams and to think about them putting, you know, um, Devin Levi in against the Rangers. I was shocked, but you know what? That's it. Kevin Adams, Don Granado. They understand that this team don't want to say that word again. Developing, developing players, developing players in situations. He played incredible in his first game. Now, are they going to give him another opportunity? Are they going to give him another shot here? Or are they going to go with the veteran Craig Anderson? That's a wrap on another episode of After the Whistle. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, After the Whistle, and at Craig Reve 52 at the Instigator 76 you can find us, as you already know, on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube, and anywhere else where you can get your podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to spread the word.